Hill, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here, on another uh, magical, maniacal, mindful sort of Monday for Torch Report 554, why the masses have accepted that America must fall. Today, we will be exposing the globalist fantasies lurking within the political circus, friends. Behold the affliction. There's something wrong with the world today. We don't know what it is. Something wrong with our eyes. <laughs> We're living on the edge. God bless Aerosmith. I'll tell you what. You know, it's just, it's odd to me that so many people cannot see what's happening in the world today for what it is. Too many people appear to be entirely enthralled with the political circus, content to sustain themselves on the spoon-fed drivel and the breadcrumbs of propaganda, wholly dismissive of any concerns about the bigger picture. Now, before we get into this, friends, I just want to apologize for being uh, late today. I did have uh, an appointment, some things I had to take care of this morning, really relative to this, but uh, I'm going to save that for a, a special announcement later in the week. But for the people in in the United States of America and the people all around the world who are caught up and enthralled with the political circus, for those who have uh, just kind of become dismissive of the bigger picture, people in that camp, uh, I think for them the most important thing in the world is that Ronna McDaniel, oh my gosh, she's going to step down as the chair of the RNC, or or maybe it's Nikki Haley, oh my gosh, Nikki Haley, you know, she refuses to concede to Donald Trump, even though she just got trounced in her own state of South Carolina by over 20 points. And of course, uh, there's news out today that the evil Russian tyrant is gearing up to conquer the entire European continent. Oh my gosh, you know? And this is what passes as news for those, again, who are sustained by the spoon-fed drivel, present company excluded. Now, those key areas of focus... I think if you were to kind of uh, evaluate and extract a lesson from today's headlines, it would be that paying attention to the news, that's what it's supposed to look like. If you're, if you're supposed to be uh, politically astute and informed, then you're talking about Ronald McDaniel, Nikki Haley, the evil Russian tyrant, and so on and so forth, because that's what the trusted news wants you to be thinking about. As a matter of fact, both Fox and CNN, which are both under the umbrella of the Trusted News Initiative, they were both running some pretty harmonic headlines, if you will. Fox was saying, Putin is running amok in many different areas, threatening the European nation. The European nation. Hmm. Meanwhile, CNN says Zelensky says Trump doesn't understand that Putin will never stop. The evil Russian tyrant, he will never stop. He's going to conquer the whole European continent. Oh my gosh. Again, friends, I think... The reason for this coordinated messaging campaign, which I think is also being, you know, it's very clearly, you know, to me, it's in my mind, at least, it's very clearly, very squarely being aimed at low information voters on both sides of the aisles. Again, Fox and CNN. But the reason for it's simple. According to the Associated Press, Biden is summoning congressional leaders and demanding they continue to fund the deep states forever wars and all the far 
flung lands across the planet. And this is coming, of course, just ahead of the forthcoming summit on foreign aid. I just want to pause to say that our country is bankrupt. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole other problem. But we're just, we keep shilling out all this money. So it's trying to build up this demand that we continue to stand in solidarity with Ukraine and we stand in solidarity solidarity with the Israelis and on and on and on and on. The purpose ultimately is to scare the American people and to portray, of course, a common enemy, i.e. the evil Russian tyrant. So for those unfamiliar, all of this ultimately is an extension of the Munich Security Conference. We touched on that a little bit last week. Last week, the global deep state, the 14 eyes and all their pals were gathered uh, over in Munich and, and they had you know, pulled together the international spy conglomerate to discuss orchestrating how all of this global geopolitical chaos is supposed to play out, right? And uh, surprise, surprise! Their efforts are driving a new international order. According to the New York Times, as Putin threatens Europe, despair and hedging, you know, spreads across the continent. Uh, The Munich Security Conference says that fears of a Russian NATO attack spark fear in the EU. A world in turmoil calls for changes to the international order. Now, this whole international order goes all the way back to Rockefeller, the secret cabal, uh, working to uh, implement a new international order. They call it global governance or global digital governance. It's what Agenda 30 and the Great Reset are really all about. But there's a, a group called the Interregional Strategic Analysis Group, and they've spelled out the details of this new international order in a, a rather succinct synopsis. So I'm going to share this with you, and I quote from the uh, Interregional Strategic Anal- Analysis Group, quote, In conclusion... The 2024 Munich Security Conference seems to have provided a timely opportunity to discuss various perspectives on current global geopolitical and security challenges. It drew attention to current international polarization between Russia, China, and the U.S., and competition between them as the international order shifts. The conference also highlighted fears in Europe and and the Arab world about the fallout of current regional war in the Gaza Strip and Ukraine. These geopolitical shifts will clearly produce a new international order in these regions in the medium term, period. End quote. Okay, so we got Russia, 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 and the CCP, the commies in the U.S., and there's all this competition, but ultimately it's leading to a shift in the international order. And they just gathered over there in Munich to talk about this shifting uh, international order. And clearly, what's happening in Gaza and what's happening in Ukraine is meant to produce, quote, to produce a new international order in these regions in the medium term, period, end quote. Now, I would like to point out that this write-up from the Interregional Strategic Analysis Group fawns over the idea of reformulating the Chinese peace plan for Ukraine. Once again, they elevate the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, as a role model for the world. You see, as they see it, the CCP 
is going to help global leaders route out all the corruption that's fueling the various populist uprisings, thereby ensuring that all the nations all the time only have free and fair elections forevermore, forevermore, forevermore. <laughs> Friends, what's happening right now uh, is happening at a global scale. They are rigging elections. It's the Global deep state, the big tech, they're working together to censor dissenting perspectives, to push government propaganda, to implement this new world order. And part of that is bringing, uh, bringing the United States to heel, if you will. And you'll, we'll see. We're going to tie all this together here. But they've, they've explicitly stated their intent. Their intent is to stabilize global governance and the rule of international law. Gone are the days of the United States Constitution because they need to stabilize global governance and the rule of international law. Continuing on, quote, if we do not understand, acknowledge, and then act accordingly in relation to the critical role of corruption, undermining everything to do with stability, global governance, and international law, then we will have a lose-lose situation. And we cannot allow that to happen, period, end quote, says the global deep state. So to me, there's really no doubt that all this is, in fact, a lose-lose proposition for the average peasant on planet Earth. But, you know, this this dastardly cabal of global sociopaths are continuing their slow and steady march toward total control, toward total global domination. And it is the collective capture of of democratic elections, quote-unquote, I'm using quotes on democratic elections all around the world, that's what seems to be in their crosshairs in this 2024 election cycle. And unfortunately, there are still far too few people who are tracking this trajectory. So instead of tracking the global cabal doing all this crap, you know, the sheeple are getting fed crap. Like this, for example, MSNBC claims that Trump's numbers in South Carolina are a disaster despite defeating Nikki Haley. You think about what they're saying here. You know, Trump just stomped Nikki Haley in her own home state, but this is disastrous. This is disastrous, you know. The Hill.com says Haley's South Carolina results should be a five-alarm fire for the GOP. Oh, my gosh. The five-alarm fire for the GOP. God forbid the American people try to elect a populist leader who wants to make America great again. Why, oh, why are, are more Americans not falling in love with Nikki Haley? Nikki, the deep state's Trojan horse Haley. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make sense, says CNN. They have an epic meltdown after Trump gets double numbers, double the number of votes ever received in South Carolina. So people are, again, all caught up in this. This is the most exciting thing happening, and nobody essentially is talking about the global cabal. Friends, the public fleecing is shameless, if, if only slightly entertained. Entertaining, you know, are you not entertained here? Uh, now, I want to point out that as the... Globalist advance on all fronts right now, today, conservative Americans are getting emotionally trained to respond to a new dog whistle, the new dog whistle of migrant crime. 
And of course, they're getting trained to respond to this new dog whistle, migrant crime. It's a new pattern of language being injected into the public psyche. And that's happening even as the leftist mainstream media happens to be running a full blackout on the fact that another illegal criminal just brutally murdered another innocent young American woman. And this trend of illegal aliens crossing the border and murdering innocent young people, uh, that's a trend that even California law enforcement is beginning to notice. They notice that it's not by accident. And given the fact that these heinous crimes have been happening for years, to me, uh, law enforcement, they've been hamstrung to stop it, so I'm not blaming the law enforcement. And the lawmakers, uh, who I do blame, they've done essentially nothing to stop this. So right now today, it's like, oh, the migrant crime. Trump uses the words migrant crime, and all of a sudden, everybody's everybody up in arms about migrant crime. Well, guess what? This has been going on for a long time. And they've done not a damn thing to stop it. So the timing of all of this howls, all of these howls about migrant crime, at this point, friends, to me, it just seems a little bit tone deaf. You know, yes, illegal criminals are flooding into our country and killing innocent people. And yes, that is a major problem. But the issue should be so much more than just a Republican talking point in an election year. I don't trust these shy. Oh, we got to deal with migrant crime. Oh, migrant crime. We got to do something about migrant crime. Migrant crime. Oh, my gosh. Again, holy hell, it's been going on for a long, long time. Friends, this is not by accident. Why now? Tell me why now? And as it turns out, uh, Riverside County Sheriff Chad Bianco, sounds like somebody from California, Ch- uh, Sheriff Bianco, randomly uh, decided to start speaking truth to power. Says River County Sheriff Chad Bianco, quote, I want to make this clear, and I want there to be no mistake in what I am saying. This is not by accident. The driving force in our crisis is a radical progressive agenda fraudulently called criminal justice reform. This is nothing short of a sick and twisted social experiment where law enforcement is the bad guy, and criminals are somehow victims of an oppressive capitalist society. Sorry, I just added that. Criminals are somehow victims of society and not responsible for their actions, period, end quote. Now, if you've been with me, friends, you know I've said it many times before, and I'm sure you've noticed yourself, that lawlessness abounds. And now we know it's by design. And in case there was any doubt, Sheriff Bianco from California is acknowledging this is all by design. So the question is, where is it all headed? And I suppose if we're honest, it's anyone's guess. But for the sake of speculation here, I think one might expect to see more people protesting all of this lawless insanity. Why do we keep letting illegal criminals come into our country and and murder innocent people? Why? You know? Uh, perhaps someday more people will start protesting in, in increasingly desperate des- degrees. You know, maybe more people are going to stand up and say, this is wrong. Something along the lines, you know, of like, say, for example, that self-immolation that just went down in front of the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C. Did you hear about that? You know, that woke pro-Palestinian airman Aaron Bushnell, he lit himself on fire because he could no longer be complicit in genocide. 
that's what the news would have you believe. Oh my gosh, this this poor pro-Palestinian airman, Aaron Bushnell, I mean, he burned himself to death because he could no longer be complicit in genocide. Friends, I think there's a great irony in the fact that this man had at one point sworn allegiance to the United States. Of course, that was before setting himself on fire and screaming, Free Palestine! as he burst into flames. But in his mind, this is an act of protest, and that this act of protest wasn't extreme at all. If you were to read the news, uh, the article's out about it, says Bushnell, quote, Compared to what people have been experiencing in Palestine at the hands of their colonizers, this is nothing extreme at all, end quote. Friends, to grasp where this man's mind was at, I, I think we should ask, how did he get to that point? How did he get to that point where he thought, you know what, I'm just going to light myself on fire in Washington, D.C., outside of the Israeli embassy because I can no longer be complicit in genocide and burning myself to the death that has nothing. I mean, it doesn't even compare. It doesn't even light a candle, no pun intended, to the people who what uh, what people have been experiencing in Palestine. It's just it's nuts, you know, Uh, but there's no doubt about it. Bushnell was deeply concerned about the fate of the poor, helpless Palestinian baby killers. And he was determined to show the world that what is happening is just plain wrong. It's so wrong, I'm just going to light myself on fire. I can no longer be complicit in genocide. Okay, buddy. Uh, Now, we might admire the conviction, but, you know, it, it makes me wonder, where is the equivalent amount of concern on the political right We've got leftists lighting themselves on fire to free Palestine. Where is the equivalent amount of concern on the political right? Can you imagine a conservative lighting themselves on fire outside of the D.C. gulag to protest to protest the deplorable treatment of the American patriots who are right there, right now, being held as political prisoners? Can you imagine that? Me neither. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's sad, but that's, I don't see that happening. So, uh, you know, hopefully you can see what I mean here. Uh, what needs to be pointed out is that this sort of passionate self-sacrifice to have a military service member actually light themselves on fire to free Palestine, I think that is a perfect example of how sophisticated propaganda drives behavioral change. For whatever reason... It appears that this kind of radical psychological conditioning is much more prominent on the left than the right. And that fact has profound implications. Friends, I think we'd be wise to realize there are many more radical leftists out there in the world today. There's radical leftists in the world today uh, who would be willing to burn your house down. They would be willing to burn your city down or even burn the whole damn country down long before they would ever light themselves on fire to free Palestine. And we need to realize that those who have been so heavily steeped in propaganda can easily be activated. And when they are activated, Say, if Trump gets elected, when the radical leftists are activated, watching these radicalized leftists torch themselves is going to be the least of our concerns. In my mind, if people can be conditioned and deluded to that point to light themselves on fire to free Palestine, even though they've sworn allegiance to the United States of America, if they can be deluded to that point, there is really nothing that they 
that they cannot be psychologically conditioned to do, you know, cue the Nazis. And if we add to this caustic mix of social conditioning, uh, the, the poisoning of the public's perspective around, regarding everything, all around everything so-called MAGA extremist, I think what we see, what we find is a perfect recipe for an endorsed, a publicly endorsed eradication. If you think for a second that uh, that that would never happen, a publicly endorsed eradication, please keep in mind that the mainstream media is hailing Aaron Bushnell as a hero for his pro-Palestinian suicide. How many American service members have died for their country today, in their own country today? But we got what we got is a hero, Aaron Bushnell, lighting himself on fire to free Palestine. That's how it's being pushed. That's how twisted things have become. And you know what, friends? I think that the destruction of American society, if we look at it like this, it's just well underway. We're very, very close now. The seeds of a socialist revolution have long been sown. And what we are witnessing right now is the end stage of an orchestrated collapse that's long been in the works. But... I think to fully achieve their overthrow of everything good in life, everything that America stands for, they are going to have to deal with we peasants, we patriots, with the millions of gun-toting Americans who will inevitably stand up and stand in their way. They have a plan for that. Friends, the plan is to brainwash the masses, to control the flow of information and censor dissenting perspectives to the extent that, that the majority of people believe what Aaron Bushnell believed, that America is a racist, capitalist, imperialistic, genocidal nation that is wholly unworthy to exist. And those who have been brainwashed in this way believe that for justice to be served, America must fall. Friends, if today's political circus is any indication, that day may be closer than we think, and therefore resist we must. And that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, thetorchreport.com. Find that heart, click that heart, and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and uh, make the most of what's left of this beautiful, maniacal Monday, friends. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.